welcome to another episode of Provoke, the podcast that takes a provocative look at advertising as a whole. I am your host, as always, Brian Wilder, and we have Kelsey Shalou in the studio. How you doing, Kelsey? Hey, everyone. Um, and we are recording from the ever sunny. It's so hot. Why it is, is it so hot? It was so cold, and then it just went so hot and. But at night, it's cold again. I don't, and I don't understand this state. Yeah. The ever sunny uh, yeah, Evoke Advertising Studios here in uh, uh, Orlando, Orlando, Florida. And um, on this episode, we are going to talk about, it's going to be like a half and half, talking just about awards, because it is award season here. Um, the Addy the Addy Awards uh, for the, the region are it will be Saturday, so it'll already passed by the time you guys listen to this. But um, yeah, the Addy Awards are this coming this Saturday, and um, they gave us the idea of kind of just like talking about wanting to talk about award shows in general and just the validity of them and their and their importance within the industry. But before we jump into that, I kind of wanted to recap a couple of events that are that are happening in in Orlando in our industry called um for Advertising Week. Um, it's put on by um. AdFed and um, Ad2 mm-hmm. um, Orlando. And so it's just a series of different events, um, some of it student-driven, some of it professional-driven. And the it really, I think, the the aside from the Addy Awards themselves, the biggest, the the second largest event, or most important in my mind, was the, uh, the Traveling One show, um, which was held at Full Sail University on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, uh, the, tra- the one show, if you guys aren't familiar with that, is probably one of the most recognizable, most prestigious uh, award shows in our industry. Um, and I think it's broken up into three sections. There's a there's the one show and then there's one interactive and then there's one um, entertainment, I believe. And I think there's one more one more outside mm-hmm. of that. Um, so, yeah, super, super um, important. And I love their trophies, like the, the gold, the gold, silver, bronze pens yeah. or pencils. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty awesome. Like they fit perfectly on your <laughs> mantle. Um, so, yeah, uh, just kind of just to recap that a little bit. It was super awesome. Um, it was it was a it, it gave people an opportunity to see work from very notable um, agencies around the and world. And clients. Right, right, It right, wasn't right. just the agency. I mean, if you are a notable agency, you're going to have some notable clients. Right. But it kind of went hand. I think the best way to explain it, because this was my first ever kind of, oh, yeah? definitely first Traveling One show, but also first kind of um, award okay. thing to attend to. Yeah. So that was really cool. So yeah, let's get your perspective. Yeah, the best way that I would describe it is like a pop-up museum gallery. Right. And I, I, I wish there was more. I wish it was a little bit larger, mm-hmm. but that might have just been this one. Um, but yeah, you just kind of walked in and, you know, walked around as if you were in a gallery at a museum. And right. You could, you know, look at the art and the mm. ads and talk about it and engage with the people around it. And, you know, they even had like little plaques next to it that let you know um, who the client was, who right. the agency was, right. what kind of awards they won. Um, and I really enjoyed that. And they had, you know, print sections. They had, um, you know, TV screens showing digital reels mm. of social stuff or mobile uh, campaigns. And then they even had like a couple tables of diff- different books that right. were mm-hmm. produced. Um, and then like of books. Yeah. Mm. And then, of course, they had uh, they had a talk. I thought there were going to be two talks, but I feel like they only there was only mm. the Alma talk on the schedule. There yeah, was I two. think there was a situation. It was a situation where one of the. Uh, keynotes ended up having some health issues Mm. so they couldn't come down okay well understandable but um yeah i just kind of thought of it like a museum gallery gallery. yeah that's usually how it's set up at most places um 
it was really cool. Was was there anything that kind of like stuck out? Yeah, I had an e- easy favorite. <laughs> easy favorite. Well, I also like have always been just in general. I've always loved print. You hear a lot of people like, right, right, right. especially I don't know about in the agency, but at school, I hear a lot of people like, oh, print. Huh. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, print is so cool, guys. Yeah, there's a certain like permanence. Yeah, there's this you, tangibility that you can't replicate yeah, with digital. And like, not only do you get like cool art and words, but you get like kind of we had uh, Mama Sauce come and talk. You get right. like paperweight and you get intentation of like yeah it gets oh, very granular it's so cool so i just kind of like really when i was there walking around it just like i've always loved print but it really just hit me like print is super cool right right um but my favorite ad um or campaign it wasn't mm-hmm. just a single it was a campaign that was there it was the very 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 first one i saw i don't know if that was part of the impression or not but it right. was called loving the night and it was done by TBWA Thailand. So it was a um, Thailand campaign, ran in Thailand, ran in Bangkok. Oh, was this the, was this the McDonald's And it was one? for McDonald's. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And so what these, there's three uh, blown up pictures, mm-hmm. poster size, landscaped. And when I first looked at it, it just looked like a nightlife yeah, photograph mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's all black and white and I couldn't I couldn't figure it out and I mm-hmm. saw that it was a McDonald's I saw the client name McDonald's on it and I was like what yeah and then just ever so slightly and you know the corner and the background of these kind of just action lifestyle shots mm-hmm. were reflections of the McDonald's M in a window or off a glass door and it just kind of hit me and I was like whoa and the you know, concept of the campaign was to show that the 24 hour burger right, joint right. isn't just a burger joint. It's part of your night. It's mm-hmm. part of your night out. Um, and I feel like with McDonald's, everything is so, especially in America, it's red and yellow and this is McDonald's and it's right, loud and it's right. obnoxious. And this one I had to sit and stare and be like, what? Oh. <laughs> you actually had to like appreciate I, it like a piece of art. Yeah. And I really did. And I love, that was my favorite one. It was the right. first one I saw. And I feel like a lot of people missed it when they came in. So I'm like, mm-hmm. everybody, Go back in, check out the <laughs> love in the night. Um, that one was really exceptional. I just mm-hmm. thought that one was so cool. Yeah, the, the, one of the favorites of mine was also a print piece mm-hmm. or a, a, a collection of print pieces for uh, Seamless, yeah. the uh, the food delivery system. Yep. That's I think is it just in New York? Uh, I don't know, but the agency's from New York. Okay, BBDO, I believe. Oh yeah, BBDO. Yep, yep. Well, they have offices elsewhere, but oh. they're one of their big. I believe HPs that was in, just for New York. New York. But yeah, the, the seamless. It was one poster stuck out really, really prominently, and it was just like it was English or no Chinese, um, Italian, uh, Indian. Mm. You know, your 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 one stop for for any kind of American food. Basically. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's good. That's yeah, good. that's really you know, funny. It's, it's just one of those things that's it's acknowledging a lot of the the multiculturalism mm-hmm. of American cuisine, and it's mm-hmm. not just like hamburgers and hot dogs that yeah. you know like people would assume. Even like hamburgers McDonald's. and hot dogs aren't even American. Um, but I, 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 it was, it was. I like the color schemes. It was bold colors, like red. And it's kind of this, like not quite cartoony art, right, but kind right, of right. this, like it's. It was illustrative, yeah. But illustrative, not on the, the like, not on like the cutesy side, yeah. Um, but you know, Seamless is definitely still a, a very playful brand. Like mm-hmm. it knows exactly what it, who its audience is. Like you're the, we're for the the kind of person who doesn't have time to. I think that was that was actually one of the the posters where it's like wait wait it was literally like wait for a table 
why would you do that kind of thing? It's <laughs> yeah, like, it's time for that. seamless instead. That's fine. Um, and it's like, so it's, it, it takes, it pulls no punches when it comes to like acknowledging its audience, like the, the, the kind of person who has no qualms about ordering mm. in regularly. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was, that was probably one of, one of my top favorites at the, at the show. Yeah, there were a lot of good ones. And I think something that I really, that also stuck out to me just in general about the print category is when working in social and working in digital, right. the copy is never just one sentence. Right. You know, and your like zinger might take it, it might have like two or three sentences in front of your zinger. Right. And when I was just looking at all the print, I was like, whoa, <laughs> it just does it all. And, and, you know, you being in copywriting and having a copyright background, you know that. But for me, it's just I've only ever practiced it in school settings. So seeing it and seeing these really fantastic award winning right. ads, I just saw it done so simply. Yeah, every, any, and I was anytime like, I, oh, <laughs> anytime I come across a situation like that, I'm just like, that's brilliant. That's yeah. Freaking, that's genius. I, I don't know which. Um, cl- client or the agency that what I'm about to explain was uh-huh. from but there was one uh, maybe you can help me but there was one and it was detailing a war zone and there oh, was yes. a family I do remember that and one. you know there was again it was like three, a campaign so three or four images but there was they were all war zones and their families kind of crowding down behind a couch mm-hmm. and then this window looking out that kind of just had this hyper realistic video game style right, and right. the copy just as simply as it can be is um you can turn it off. They can't. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. So whoa. I do remember one where it was like it literally a family crouched down in front of the window and outside you could see it was just a very bombed out mm-hmm. kind of dilapidated situation. Mm-hmm. And they the the rec- rectangular window was kind of set up to make it seem like a like an HD yep, TV. Like a TV or something. And just, like, just and so, but just one the simple right. couple strands of words just really right. got me. So I loved I loved that. Yeah, there's some really good stuff. Um but you were talking about how the seamless really like hit their audience and knew their audience. And I feel like that's a perfect segue into the talk mm-hmm. that we got to sit on in with Alma, um, which is an advertising agency in Miami. In Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was given by two ladies, which I also thought was awesome to see me, <laughs> yeah. some fellow ad ladies up on right, the stage right. talking about their award winning campaign. Um, Beatrice and Carly and... Um, they and Beatrice gave, was the she's the creative yeah, Be- director and Carly is the account director of digital strategy yeah and integration yeah if I'm not mistaken um, but they gave an awesome talk about how you just like you have to listen to your audience there's right. no way that you're right. gonna do anything good if you're not listening to what your audience is saying exactly um, and sometimes that means telling the client you're wrong <laughs> and I also really loved that because yeah. never to come and just be like uh uh-uh, uh nope mm, nope mm-hmm. but supporting it with data exactly. which she was you know they were really hard on um, but saying hey like I know you have this idea but this is really what the audience wants right. or if you want to go into a little bit right. about yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what they, they had done they spent a, a good deal of time just talking about like the creative process and I really I really like the fact that they validated the idea of like you know sometimes the client isn't right mm-hmm. um and, and and it's it's not enough to just say no you're wrong right you know you have to be able to prove it you have to be able to back it up with data and relevant data that i think that was one of the the big points that um they tried to drive home with their presentation their keynote um but i had an opportunity to interview them for a couple minutes after the event and one of the one of the side notes is uh alma one multicultural agency of the year yeah. um, this past year through advertising age. Um, and so I really ha- I had an opportunity to kind of talk to them and like dive into what 
Alm, how Alma kind of approaches the idea of multiculturalism. Um, it, it was really insightful because, yeah. you know, their their agency is predominantly Hispanic, um, Spanish speaking. And one of the things that I always kind of like tried to grapple with was the idea of like what diversity and what multiculturalism means from agency to agency. And it was the, the and they, they kind of proved my theory is just the idea of and it's a phenomenon I, I notice in America mostly is that whenever you come across somebody who's Spanish speaking, mm-hmm. you they that you automatically lump them into Latino, mm-hmm. you know, that that one bucket of mm-hmm. just any Spanish speaking individual. But outside of the U.S., uh, you know, if you're from Colombia, if you're from Chile, if you're from Venezuela, mm-hmm. like other people acknowledge you as that first is your nationality. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, he's Venezuelan. like She's Colombian. And it's never, oh, no, he's Latino. She, you know, she's Hispanic. And I was like that, like it blew my mind because I would I would never even think of it in those terms. It's like pers- a person from Chile is going to re- going to identify themselves as Chilean, mm-hmm. not necessarily Latino. Mm-hmm. And so if so, that was kind of like the the argument that they made as far as you know being a multicultural office space even though you know i think it's like 75 80 percent of their Mm. their employee base is hispanic quote unquote um so yeah that was it was really cool and really insightful to kind of just like have more you know have my theory can confirm always you know validation is always great but um just really kind of get an insider view on how agencies can kind of bolster that idea of multiculturalism Mm. just that that idea of diversity and ultimately inclusion it's just you know it's it all boils down to what your culture is are the established culture at your agency to begin Mm. with Mm. um you know so if it's a situation where you your agency doesn't necessarily foster an idea of multiculturalism then you can't force it you know what i mean and that's fine it happens but um the more you can, the more you can do to like kind of, like I said, foster that idea of inclusion, the more likely you're going to get people from other cultures and, and other nationalities to kind of like buy into what mm-hmm. you're trying to do as an agency. So, cool. yeah, but yeah, Beatrice and, uh, and, and Carly, shouts out to you guys. You guys yeah. are fantastic. So. I didn't know that they, I'm sure that that was, you know, blasted all over, but I didn't know that they had one multicultural right, agency right, right. of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and the, I think it was a, this was their third win. Wow. Yeah. Um, and mentioning that they were, you know, large majority of them were native Spanish speakers there right. probably helps them a lot, especially mm-hmm. in um, what the campaign that they run that Absolutely. run them so many awards. So their um, client is Netflix. So, yeah, well, okay. Netflix, so, you know, that's, that's never a bad thing. Yeah. And they, they were working on the Narcos campaign. Right. So that definitely um, would aid them that, you know, gives them kind of a, not necessarily a one up, but definitely would right. benefit and help them win the awards that they did. Yeah. And I think they're the first commercial they ever did as an agency was back in 94 mm. it was for um mcdonald's huh. yeah uh, it was a spanish language um 30 second commercial i believe that just you know talked about the idea of like just hard on the idea of you know busy family busy life you know you know but mcdonald's is kind of there to to to, to help you out kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah it was, it was it's interesting how it comes this all comes full circle yeah wow <laughs> very cool um, so we mentioned at the beginning of the show that, you know, it's award season for mm-hmm. us and the Addies are coming up. Uh, and I, re- it, I really wanted to kind of start talking about just like what award shows mean to our industry. Um, I, I mean, I've been to, a, a, I've been to a, a couple of my own, but, and I, 
director for Ron Kelsey. Have you ever been to an, an, an industry no, award show? No, I have not. Okay. Um, they're interesting. Yeah, they I can bet be they're very interesting. Crazy. Um, the Addies are always cool. Um, but Where are the Addies hosted? Um, I think it's going to be at Hard, War, Hard Rock Cafe. No, Hard Rock Orlando at the uh, Universal. Wow. Rock. Are they always um, in Orlando? The they Addies? were last year. Oh, wow. Last I, didn't, year. Oh. I don't know about the years prior. But, Very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it should be a lot of fun. Um, so it's an opportunity for a lot of creatives to kind of come together and, and really celebrate celebrate creativity within mm-hmm. our region because you know we we don't have the the bbdos and the t you know the, the, the shiat days and the the wyden kennedys mm-hmm. really in orlando so any opportunity to kind of just still celebrate what we do mm-hmm. day in and day out on, on behalf of our clients is always great um so i kind of just wanted to start talking about just like what like what what imp- what, what are the important kind of factors that go into you know, you know, your, your, your industry award show and like Mm. what, what are the kind of the benefits that come from it? I can imagine inspiration is a big part of it. I can imagine being from an agency and going to watch other agencies win awards. Cause even when I was listening to Alma, I was super inspired. Um, so I think inspiration is a big part of it, but then also being able to take their lessons and mm-hmm. take what they've learned and again going back to Alma listening to ways that they had not hit missed you know not hit the mark but then ways that they recovered from that and then did hit the mark and mm-hmm. um, being able to take that back with you and there should be no shame in sharing that pool of knowledge or of tips and tricks because right. I feel like that's what helps industries grow if everyone's open and coming together to share and um, you can't necessarily do that with like um, a sports team because there's kind of this level of immediate competition. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if in like a, you know, advertising industry, you should be withholding any kind of, um, I don't know, thing that would maybe inspire or benefit another creative or another copywriter right. or another art director. Um so I haven't ever been to one, so I can speak only on what I could imagine it to be and based off of listening to um, Beatrice and Carly. But when you, I mean, you've, you've been, have you been to the Addies yeah, before? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I would imagine that they, they do a whole uh, case study. Like would they, do they present each award with a full case study or is it just kind of rattling off? Right. Well, I think it kind of the format slightly differs from from region to region, Mm. but essentially you go through each category and you announce the silver award winners. And then at the end, you kind of announce the gold award Mm. winner. And then you go from category to category um, based on, you know, who who's entered what. And then I think it rounds out with like the best of show awards, just Uh. overall kind of like awards and like elements of advertising as well. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just one of those things where it's 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 not like the Grammys or the Oscars where it's just this big fanfare for every category. Mm-hmm. Plus, there aren't as many categories, mm. um, you know, in in your Oscars compared to what's what at, with the Addies. Oh man, I think there's what 60, 70 oh, categories. Wow. Um, there were there are categories and they're like sub categories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it can get it can get pretty lengthy. So there is a a sense of urgency as far as like being able to get through all the categories and all the nominees, mm-hmm. you know, within the the allotted time frame. Um, but I, I think for me, it, the, the the biggest import the biggest and most important thing about award shows is that it gives. I think it gives a lot of exposure to very talented 
individuals mm-hmm. um like the kind of exposure that you wouldn't normally get just in the day-to-day mm-hmm. um you know you can have the greatest port online online portfolio ever but if no one's you no one has that if you're not getting that validation through an award it's a lot harder for people to see you and really kind of just like tout your your talents mm-hmm. you know just like with with the oscars or with the yeah. grammys as soon as somebody wins it immediately like increases their value yep. Um, and so I think that a lot of that sentiment is shared when it comes to a lot of the industry award shows that that, that we are able to attend, like Cleo's one show and Con is all. Oh man, if we ever if we could ever go to Con, that would be amazing. that would be so amazing, that would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 just one of those things where award shows are necessary and i know some people some people tend to give award shows a lot of flack because you know mm. it's, you know it's political and it's just a you know big favor you know favoritism kind of thing and, and i'm like no i don't i, don't, I, I, I disagree yeah. I, I think it's really a situation where the most talented people yeah get put um, on display. agencies you know they 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 get their just rewards they get that mm. recognition that i think they deserve um, it's but almost yeah. like a massive review, like a massive right. Yelp review. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. That comes with a nice trophy. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, don't 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 count out award shows. I mean, if you're if you're salty about it, <laughs> maybe that's a situation where you need to go back and and look at your creative and yeah. see what you can do better and see how you can be more competitive mm-hmm. um, without getting in. You know, I'm not going to get in too much of a rant about it, but um, I wanted to dust off an old. Uh, Ooh. chestnut that I haven't really like bringing it back from the archives yeah I haven't done it in a couple episodes I but, added uh, one oh, you to did? it yeah okay yeah. okay um uh, ladies and gentlemen it's time for uh take it or leave it dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the uh <laughs> with this exercise it's basically a uh, round robin kind of list them off format where we go through certain aspects trends whatever pertaining to the the topic of discussion and we we basically just decide whether we will take it or leave it and why so are you ready i'm ready excellent all right so first one cocktail hours take Take it it. it. take it yeah (laughs) why (laughs) would you leave it (laughs) absolutely take it cocktail hours specifically before a show specifically before a show yeah Take it. Loosens people up, gets mm-hmm. people friendly, gets people talking, lets you scout out who's around. Right. Um, all for it. Yeah. Any opportunity, especially in our industry, any opportunity to network, mm-hmm. like we'll, we'll shoehorn it in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm definitely a, a proponent. Definitely take it kind of guy for, for cocktail hours. For sure. Um, next one. Step and repeat photo ops. Leave it. Leave it? Yeah, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Leaving it. Yeah. I feel like the only time that you can do step and repeat photo ops is like if you are actually on the red carpet in right, Hollywood right. and your photo might be on the cover of like five magazines next morning. But right. like small scale stuff, I exactly. don't know. Just like take a picture, like buy a cool ad or something. Mm-hmm. You don't need like the whole logo thing going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, that's always been a little cheesy to me. Yeah. Just like, I understand, you know, it's an ad buy. Essentially, excuse me, it's an ad buy. So, yep. I mean, you know, there are certain sponsored sponsoring brands that 
they're gonna want that separate repeat and, and get that exposure. Um, but like I said, it's, it's just so cheesy. It's yeah, and I also specifically to the traveling one show, I did not like the location that the oh, it was yeah. in, and I was like, right, oh, someone was right. like, can you take a picture of me? And mm-hmm. I was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Really? <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? Are you, we can yeah. take one like yeah. a couple, five steps to the right, right and it'll right. be fine. So yeah, I'm gonna have to leave that brain. one. Really do that yeah, do you, <laughs> 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 I might hurt it, but that's fine. It's up to you, man. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to leave that one. Um, uh, Take it or leave it. Acceptance speeches. I think you got to take those. Yeah. See, I'm on the fence. Yeah, I kind of am on the fence too, but I also feel like if you've done something cool enough to win an award, you can thank a couple homies. Right. That's fine. That's fine. But like, I'm also like some of them, you know, we don't need to, but then, then that's interesting because the people listening to the acceptance speech, they don't know who the hell you're talking about. Right. Like when I listen to, I'm like, I'm sure. Yeah. Sam. Tim Adams. Definitely. Thanks man. Way to go. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I guess, um, yeah, I'm kind of, I guess I was kind of on the fence too, but Mm -hmm. I feel like, out of just like the honor you have to like go for the acceptance speech. Um, But so I think my thing is I don't mind acceptance, acceptance speeches, but there has to be a sense of brevity. Like thank like the key 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 players. Yeah, exactly. Just thank your mom. Thank Jesus. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe the person, thank the person who signs your checks. Yeah. And that's about it. Then you can just step off the stage and work on the next campaign. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Um, You said you had one. I do have one. You kind of mentioned it in the cocktail hours, but I want to, not during cocktail hours, Mm -hmm. networking at award shows. Ooh, networking at award shows. Ooh. I'm going to say leave it Agreed. just because there are so many opportunities in between that, you know, they're networking. There's like, I feel like there's a networking event every week. Yeah. Um, and there's only so much you're going to be able to talk about at an award show. I feel like it's a little tacky to network right, at an award show. Right. Like you're there to like honor other people. Exactly. Don't be trying to like scheme some business cards. Exactly. <laughs> like, I think that's I think that's that's the thing that irks me about it most. It's just like it just rubs me a little wrong way a yeah. little bit. Um, like like I said, you, you you have so many opportunities before that award show to kind of talk to the people that you need to talk to. Get them in a room. That's not this. You know, that's not an award ceremony where people are trying to celebrate the hard work that they've done over the past year. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just a there's a time. I'm I, I don't have a problem with networking, but there's always a time and place where yeah. and it's not an not award an award show. show. Right. I agree. Uh, I have one more. I just thought of it. Yeah. Okay. When you get a raffle ticket, kissing your <laughs> raffle ticket before you turn it into the bucket. <laughs> this sounds like a very specific a take it or leave it. Yes. Um. Well, that that was just a weird thing. I've never really seen that. <laughs> um, just like as far as like a raffle at a, 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 a event like that yeah but um, but when you get handed your raffle ticket before you hand it mm-hmm. back into the bucket are you giving it a good luck wish and putting it back in or do you just you know write your name and put it well, in well I mean it's kind of like <laughs> like when you're you're at a craps table and mm-hmm. you you quote blow on the dice yeah. you know it's kind of I, I see that idea but I'm kind of a germaphobe so Ooh, I, that, he's I'm leaving not, it yeah I'm probably gonna leave it anyway well I'm gonna take it because <laughs> when I came, went to traveling one show i got my raffle raffle ticket ticket. i kissed it Uh and then i gave it back to the people and they all laughed at me and i said you'll be laughing later oh yeah you did and i won you did win something i did (laughs) i did and they all laughed at me when i kissed my raffle ticket and i was like look who's laughing now man right 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 okay all right you know different strokes for different (laughs) folks (laughs) 
Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Provoke. Um, as always, I want to thank Kelsey for coming in and, and talking to us about the the award season here. And I, I wish everybody the best of luck um, this, this Saturday at the Addies. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, be sure to send them to our email address at uh, Provoke. That's P-R-O-V-O-K at EvokeAd.com. And just make sure to follow us on all of our social media channels um, to kind of just keep up with our contributions to the uh, advertising world. Um, as far as the quote is concerned, um, this is from Alan Alda, uh, famous from uh, MASH, if, you, if you're that old and remember that show. Um, he said... Awards can give you a tremendous amount of encouragement to keep getting better, no matter how young or old you are. And with that said, y'all take care.